Facing a crisis in your life or business? Take the helm and steer yourself in the right direction. It's time to take charge and make things happen with your host, Lynn McLaughlin. It's Wednesday and welcome back to Taking the Helm. It's my honor today to welcome someone who lives about 15 minutes down the street right here in Essex County in our little town of Kingsville, Ontario. Karen Amlin is joining us and she is a cherished coach. She's a trainer and she has personally worked with over 400 clients. She has an exceptionally high track record for inspiring people to remove blocks in their thinking patterns. Founder and director of the Intentional Thinking Academy. We're gonna hear about that today. She's also a certified life coach and I am thrilled to have you with us today, Karen. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Lynn. It's nice to see you and I think you're doing such a great job with all the work that you're doing. So I, I yeah, value being on here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So when we hear the name Karen Amlin in my little part of the world, uh, you are renowned. You are someone who's sought after. Um, you've had many, many successful clients and you are all about helping us improve our quality of life, right? Yes. Yes. I love what I do. I feel really humbled and grateful and, and yeah, so, so thankful for the work that I've been able to do with people. It's awesome. All right, so let's start with that. What right now is your main platform? So for me, I, I have coaching clients every single week. So I'll see between 20 to 25 people a week as my, are my regular appointments. And then in addition to that, I have the Intentional Thinking Academy, which is a fairly new project. Uh, I do lots of training on there. So I train um, life coaches. I have my NLP training. So I teach people NLP. And then there's lots of self-development courses. I have my own program I've designed. So between those two things, it keeps me <laughs> very, very busy. Um, I love what I do. So I love working um, with the business people I've worked with and men and women, communication and teaching people to use their voice the power of their mind. And that's kind of watching all that success is what was the catalyst for Intentional Thinking Academy. I, I'm so excited about it. Well, I want to go back to the acronym that you use because you know we're in a world of acronyms. Yeah. NLP. What does NLP stand for? So NLP is Neuro Linguistic Practitioner. So NLP is an amazing program. It's been around since the 70s. It just teaches a lot about communication and body language, um, helping people understand how they make the decisions they make, like their thought process, the strategies they use in their mind. It's really amazing. Uh, I can't imagine doing the coaching work I've done without having that training. So whenever people sign up with me for the life coach program, I always suggest they take a look at NLP because the two of them together give you incredible tools in your toolbox for working with people. It's, it's really an amazing program. Okay. So that, and I have to jump in because you're a coach like no other coach. I'm just going to read <laughs> your qualifications if you don't mind. Okay. Sure. Besides being the founder and director of the Intentional Thinking Academy, which we'll talk in great depth about our depth about in a moment, you're a certified life coach, a flow certified business coach, NLP we've talked about, an NLP master practitioner, an NLP trainer, uh, and core strengths 
facilitator. You also have a BA in theology mm -hmm. and a diploma in counseling and skills. If anybody is asking about qualifications, <laughs> what else could you possibly ask for with Karen Amlin? That's weird to sit through somebody reading that list. <laughs> <laughs> years and yeah. years of training and experiences. That's what it comes down to though, right? Yes. Yeah. And one of my most proud moments for professional credentials is I this year, or actually the end of 2020, um, I acquired my PCC through the International Coaching Federation. And that's a big, big milestone. Um, you have to have over 125 hours of accredited training and over 500 hours of coaching hours. It's, it's a big milestone in professional training to really show that you're really about building the professional community around coaching. So that was really um, a test of my nerves. I haven't felt nervous about anything in a long time. <laughs> and you have to send in recordings that they evaluate and a test that you go through. So it was a really big deal for me professionally. And it was one of my milestones that I had on my bucket list. And to finally get that, I, I got an email. I kept checking every week and nothing <laughs> would happen. And then I don't check it for a week and I get an email and I thought, oh, here we go. And it said, congratulations. I'm like, oh, Whew. So that was a big one. That's now, big forgive one. me, I was looking at my notes to see what PCC means, but I know it's under the International Coach Federation, yes, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah, so it's a professional certified coach through them, which means it's just a different level of professional credentials, what you need to go through to get that. And it's their International Coaching Federation is huge. Um, they have thousands of members. They're in 100 countries. They've been around for 25 years. There is no regulating body for coaching. So if there was, I would say ICF is the, you know, would be the regulating body. There isn't. So there's lots of people calling themselves coaches out there. Mm -hmm. ICF really brings this to a professional standard, code of ethics, values, you know, just their standards of practice is, is there's no one like them. So I, I made sure I was part of that right from the beginning. So if I am someone who knows that I need some help and is looking for a coach, um, I think what you're suggesting is they should meet the standards of the ICF, the International Coach Federation, correct? So I don't really like making generalizations. I'm sure there are really great coaches out there that aren't part of ICF. What I can say, though, is if you're new and you're looking for a coach and you were to go to the Coaching Federation website and you found yourself a coach with ICF credentials, then I am confident in saying you'd be in very good hands because of that level of training. Excellent. We'll provide that link so people can go do their searches themselves. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk about the Inter Intentional Thinking Academy, which you're just launching. It's so exciting. <laughs> so for me, I love what I do and I love working with the people I work with every week. It just really hit me one day that I could very easily continue doing what I'm doing until I retire and be very happy doing that. And then I, I've got this feeling that there's more. I wanna get this message out to more people. How have the people I've worked with made such huge transformations and had so much success? What is it that we're doing in my office that's working? And the more I thought about it, thought, you know, I can work with 20 or 25 people a week, but if I were to teach people what I do, and they started working with 20 people a week. Now you could be reaching hundreds of people in a week and making this big difference out there. So, so, you're, so you're coaching as soon as coaches. I thought about that, 
You're coaching yes. coaches now. Coaching okay. coaches. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. We would have referred to that as training the trainer in the educational world. Yes. And that's exactly what it is. Just sharing what you've learned, what works, what doesn't work, and then watching that ripple effect of being able to reach more people that way. It's a really big project getting a platform like that off the ground and, and creating all of this material and, and training workbooks and PowerPoints. It's a lot of work, but it's so gratifying. I've, I've already worked with um, you know, several students and it's really exciting when you, when you watch them learn and they're making their own changes while they're you know, thinking about what they're going to do with others. So yeah, it's just been gratifying all the way around. So if I'm a coach and I want to join your academy, what can I expect? So it is for me, um, what I, I took the very best of the training I had. And then I looked at things I wish I would have had when I was being trained and I added those into my program. So there's a lot of hands-on live classes, a lot of demos, a lot of practice because you can read about coaching all you want. You can get all of those theories in place and learn all the competencies and code of ethics. It isn't until you sit down one-on-one and practice that you're really going to learn. So if they join with Intentional Thinking Academy, it will be a lot of hands-on training. And right now I'm the one facilitating all those life coach classes. Eventually, I hope to have other trainers and there'll be lots of classes happening at, you know, simultaneously. Right now it's me and I'm happy to do it. And everybody's been thrilled with the program. It's to me, I will not just allow, not allows the wrong word. I will help people feel confident that they're ready to coach. So I know what to look for to help them feel, okay, it's time. I'm ready to go out and now look for my first client. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Okay, two more questions. Um, what timeline would sure. I be looking at? And is there a certification for me as a coach when I'm finished? Yes, so right now there is certification. You will get certification through our academy. Um, intention, or sorry, ICF doesn't want us to say for sure we're getting accredited or we're in the process. That is my goal is to have our program accredited through ICF so that your training hours count. That is not official right now. So that is something we're working on, but you will have a certificate at the end. It's around a five to six month program. Everybody's going to do it a little bit different. Um, there's live classes, a certain number of live classes they have to do, some practice recordings and demos. So it just depends. If somebody's coming in with a full-time job, it's self, like that part, if they need to take longer, it's lifetime access to all the program, to all the classes. Even after you graduate, if you want to still come into the demo classes and practice, you can. So I would say if they attend it every week, they're around five to six months, they're done. Excellent. Thank you for that clarification. You're welcome. So something that is very specific to you that you have created is called the seven key system. What's that all about, Karen? So it's seven key intentional thinking system for success. And I have taken all the hours and hours of work I've done with clients. And I started to really analyze what is it that makes one client really make this big, big 180, big transformation, reaches their goals. That can happen consistently with 10 clients in a row, 12 clients in a row, and then one doesn't move. 
that person just doesn't move. Mm. And I started looking for those common denominators. And so that seven key system has taken what I believe are the seven keys that make somebody make those changes. Mm. So it's an eight week program and there's two options. You can do it completely self-directed or you can choose to have private coaching throughout those eight weeks so that you have somebody supporting you along the program, talking to you about your goals. You're getting coaching once a week with the program. So there's two options, but it's three audios a day. Um, there's, there's worksheets, there's activities. Um, you listen to three audios. It's done so that you have something in the morning, something in the afternoon and something in the evening. And they're, they're not long, but they're powerful. And the reflective sheets, um, I'm telling you, there isn't one person that's taken the course yet that hasn't, it's like, they've just made huge changes, big decisions. They've gotten clarification. I've got some video clips um, on the website. People can go and just listen to people talk about it because I, for me to just say, it's great. It's working. I've designed it. I feel so funny about that. <laughs> but I, that's why I asked a bunch of them one night if they would just come on and talk about it. And that way it was their own words. And it's been a phenomenal experience. My husband's yeah, laughing because I keep going, God, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. amazing. So what, just give away one, what's one key? Okay. So the first one is awareness. The way I've designed it is it always starts with you. And then I've done it because human connection is big for me. I believe that's why I've been successful at coaching. It is the way I connect with people. So it starts with your own self-awareness and then being aware of others. So it's seven days on awareness and then it goes to connection and it's decision. It just, it's an amazing program and it always starts with you. And then it'll ask you now think about this with the people around you, the people you work with, your family, your relationships, and it ties that back every time. It's so much more powerful when we, when what you've done, Karen, is you've built something based on your own experiences, what you see is working, you change paths, you flip when you see something's not working. I love what you said about that person who's stuck. How do I get that person moving forward as opposed to, you know, a scripted here, watch this webinar and try to figure it out. I mean, no, you got to go, you got to go for the best and, and you are most definitely uh, yeah, giving your clients exactly what they're looking for. So let's talk about coaching now specifically, mm -hmm. because, you know, you've got your academy, you're helping coaches coach, but you also do coaching yourself. Yes. Yep. So what I have, what I can tell you, I will not keep somebody in my office if they aren't ready for a change. Mm. So I will invite anybody in. I welcome people. I want them to succeed. What I know is that it has to be a decision and a readiness to change because there's no magic pill. There isn't one person is going to go abracadabra and you're changed. If anybody promises you that, that is not, it's not correct. The people that have made the changes made a decision. So they may have only walked in with like a little itty bitty amount of hope that it's going to work because that's typical that you were skeptical or we're afraid, or we have all this doubt of, you know, about ourselves or fear, but the decisions there, they know they want to change and they're ready for a change. So for me, it's unethical to keep somebody working with me if they're not making some steps forward 
because I would rather they keep their money in their bank account and come back when they're ready. That's honestly what I feel. It's, it's, it's protection for them, right? It's yeah. give yourself time to be ready because when you're ready for change, it has to be a firm decision and there has to be a willingness to do things different than you've been doing them. And I was just glancing at my notes about your, your, your premise, your mantra, shall we say, is intentional thinking, which this, I think I took right from your website, is the foundation on which our self-development and certified professional pathways are built. It provides the answer for correcting self-sabotaging patterns, which we all have oh, yeah. you're from becoming who you want to be. What, what's an example of a self-sabotaging uh, pattern, Karen? Oh, one that everybody can relate to would be procrastination. That's, that's a big one. And we've all done it. We've all done it. What happens? What's the old, uh, the old saying, never put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Yeah, yes. well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But I'm okay. If you make a conscious decision that, you know what, I wanted to do this thing today, but I actually don't feel like it. And I will promise myself that if I don't do it today, I'm only okay with that if I know I'm doing it tomorrow or Friday, whatever the day is you're scheduled. So all you're doing is making a firm decision that today isn't working. I'm not feeling it today, but I'm not putting it off. I'm just rescheduling it. I'm okay with that. That is still very empowering. I am choosing to not do this today. I wanted to, but it's, I'm not feeling it. It's not working, but I'm not doing it to avoid it. I'm just rescheduling it and it's going to get done Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it is. Yeah. It, there's this belief that successful people are like immune to these kind of self-sabotage things that successful people don't have fear. They don't have anxiety. They don't procrastinate. It's so untrue. I work with billionaires. I, I work with people who run these huge companies. They have fear and doubt every day. They, they procrastinate. They do self-sabotaging things. What I can tell you about successful people is they know how to work through that. They know how to move past it. So if they have fear, they say, oh, well, I have to do it anyway. If I want this over here, I have to do this, right? They're not caught up in the, I don't feel like it thing, or I have fear, or I'm scared. They recognize the fear, they accept it for what it is, and they do the thing anyway. That's the only difference. Find a way to do it. Find, find I mean, a way to I, do I just it. reflect on my own career, right? I mean, I, I, for the last six years of my career as a superintendent of education, those interviews, every promotion that I applied to absolutely was embedded in fear all around me. Oh, I um, bet. And you just, you find a way through. You do, you, you do practice sessions. You, you do mock interviews. You take notes. You, you take a chance and apply for a job that you know you're not going to get just so you have the experience and then you'll be better suited for the time what that's absolutely right in your life there's lots of things you can do and i think having a plan to face those fears too karen would be something oh, you helping yes you through, right yeah see that's that intentional part intentional yep your your key right yep that's it so if this like you said that's a very we call that a growth mindset that i'm going to do this interview anyway just for the practice mm -hmm. just to feel that nervousness to have to go through some of those questions to go through that process to learn something i'm going to do it anyway that's a growth mindset and that intentional part is, okay, if this happens, this is what I'm going to do. If this happens, this is what I'm going to do. I've, I've got this figured out. So I don't live in my fear. I move past my fear to a solution. That's it. That's, 
I think, you know, today, a lot of people, and I agree with self-care and self-love and listen to your intuition and be kind to yourself. I hear all of that and I agree with it. Sometimes we've taken that too far so that people stop with, you know, I'm scared. I don't feel like doing this and I'm going to honor how I feel. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this thing. We can do that so much that we stay stuck. And that's where that's no longer, if you look at it and step back, that's not really loving yourself. That's just avoiding something you want to do. And that's where coaching comes in, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not intrinsic, right? Correct. Knowing how to do some of those things. So reaching out to a coach who's had the experience, who's 400 clients, you've had over 400 clients, you've seen it all, I'm sure, Karen, how people oh, are stuck and, yeah. and how people work through. Um, you know, don't waste, I would say after I retired, I wasted a year, I call it squirrel. Squirrel, yeah. squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. You know, it's my new purpose. It was my career for 31 years. Um, and I wish I had reached out to a coach at the very beginning who could have asked me the questions to help me find that way. I mean, I found it, but it, you know, it was a year, it was a year of, of discovery and a year of wonderful things, but also a year of, uh-uh, that's not for me. And and I think a coach mm -hmm. certainly could have, could have helped me and not just career changes. People are stuck for various reasons, right? Oh, yeah. What would be, oh. what would be your, uh, uh, someone that you would say, you know, these things could be happening. Maybe a coach would be the first step for you mm. to find a new path and a new way of thinking. What, what are some examples? A couple of situations just popped in my, in my mind. So people that seem to have a repeating pattern, mm. they're attracting the wrong people in their life. They're, oh, I think they're we both feeling, know a few of those. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I keep having the same experience over and over again. I keep feeling like a doormat. I feel like I'm getting hurt. I like, those feelings, a coach can help you because anything can happen to any of us. When we recognize a pattern, now we have to start looking really inward and say, hold on, what am I allowing in? What expectations am I setting? What boundaries do I put in place, right? What's important to me? Mm -hmm. That's what coaching does. It asks you these kind of questions because as soon as a pattern has been repeated over and over and over, we have to start looking at ourselves and going, why is this happening to me over and over and over again? Is it right? come down to the law of attraction? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Again, absolutely. Oh, you put out a certain behavior and, yeah. or a certain signal yeah. and that's what you're going to continuous, continuously yeah. get back in your life. Yeah. You know, I can think I've had a couple people where they've been hurt and they'll say, but I told this person, I will not put up with that. And I said, okay, so when it happened again, what happened? I told this person I would not put up with that. Again. But did you? <laughs> but did you? So really, you spoke great words, but you didn't follow through with your own words. So really, all you taught somebody is that you say it, but you don't live it. And that's why the pattern repeats. So learning to really take care of yourself and put these boundaries in place. So I, I teach people, don't say anything that you aren't going to follow through on because then you just teach people to not respect what you say. That's, that's the truth. We teach that. So don't say it. Don't say I'm out. I'm done. I'm not putting up with this. If you're going to put up with it. That's an excellent example. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, Karen, you have many, many uh, things on your website that people, I mean, mm -hmm. just, just share with us some of the things that are available. Yeah. So on the school site, and you'll have those links up on the school site, there's, there's, professional training pathways and their self-development pathways. 
So the self-development, you can go into those seven keys and we're going to be putting the seven keys out um, for different topics. There's going to be relationship one. Oh. I'm working with um, a businessman in the States and a businesswoman in Toronto. We're creating a leadership one. That's going to be exciting. So lots of self-development. There's a mindfulness for beginners course on there. And then on my own personal coaching site, you'll see some different plans that I have that you can, it, it takes you through three different steps. So if you're just new to coaching and you're kind of unsure what you want to do, what changes you want, there's a beginner package. And then there's the middle one where we start to really get an idea of what plan you want to put into place. And then that third one takes you to a whole different level. It's actual real action steps and then a maintenance plan to keep you on track for a year. So it's it's at different levels of, of coaching. All right, and just a little final piece before we end our conversation. As a fellow author, I know that you're working on your first book. I am, and I'm, oh, this is such, um, I give you so much credit because the idea of putting that kind of work, and I'm partway through it, so I know what that requires, but then feeling so vulnerable when you're going to put that out. Um, when I put my program out, it's me on the audios. And there's a lot of me that comes through the audios, my own personal experiences. And I was so nervous. I haven't felt that nervous in a long time about being raw like that and really vulnerable. So the book's going to be the second time I feel <laughs> like that in the last while. Um, so my book will be called Living on Purpose and with Purpose. And that's, and it's all around this idea of intentional thinking and making firm decisions and, and my own personal experiences are in there. And it's all about the importance of having a daily plan, like really understanding what's important to you, where you want to go, how you want to get there, and then working on that every single day. What, what you just mentioned in terms of the vulner, vulnerability piece is one of the blocks of writers. You know that there are 80% of us say we want to write a book, but only 2% of us do. And wow. that is one of the major blocks. It was a block for me as well. In both my books, my, my second book is about mental illness and a family. And a lot of it was based on my own experiences as a mother. I put that out there. I get oh, it. Oh yeah. When it's real and it's part of who you are. And then people wonder, what will people think? You need to put all of that aside and say, I'm doing this because it's going to help other people. It's also cathartic for us as individuals. Mm -hmm. stories. Yeah. And those that are reading it and learning from it are improving their lives. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, it's, it's a bit, and I didn't know those numbers. So yeah. thank you for sharing that <laughs> with me because it is, it's a weird thing when I put, I had a group of people going through the seven keys the first time so I could get feedback and I really listened to the feedback. There were, it, it's funny because um, there's audios every day and on one of the days I decided that instead of the morning audio, I would give them an activity to do. And when we came back the following week, like they were like, oh, so mad. I love that audio in the morning and you didn't have your regular audio. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Which is a compliment. It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have our routines too, right? That's yeah. Right. yeah. So it was that real like, oh God, what are they going to think? Mm -hmm. it, it's been an incredible experience. And I am praying that the same thing happens with the book, that it's an incredible experience. And I know even if it isn't, I will learn from that too. So I, I'm trusting this process and I'm trusting that it's my intuition telling me to write it and I'm excited about it. And I just have to trust how it goes. 
Totally. And I'm going to hold you to what you said earlier. You've said it. So no. I am putting it there. <laughs> yes, it's going to be out. I promise. I don't have a date, but it will be out. Yes. Excellent. Well, I look forward to it. And if you need any help with your launch, that's what I help people do. Uh, well. I will be calling you. So be prepared. You just put that out there. Yes. I know I will. I will need some advice when it comes time. So thank well, you. I'll tell you, uh, we, we, we found very creative ways during COVID to launch books and <laughs> I bet. a lot of very unique and original mm -hmm. methodology yeah. out there. So happy to help. I bet. I Karen, bet. do you have any closing comments you'd like to make? You know, the one, and I didn't plan this, but I just want people to know that there, there really is nothing they can't do if they make a decision to do it and they really set their intention on reaching this goal or making a change. If they make a decision, you don't have to know how. The how can be revealed as you're going. It's make that decision and don't talk yourself out of something that feels right for you. You have to trust that even if it sounds like a crazy idea, and it's been gnawing at you more than once and you keep getting that idea, visit it, just picture it and don't give yourself, like just envision it, dream big, write it all out and pretend anything is possible when you're writing that vision out. And then the how part will be figured out. Just go into the dream part first. It's, it's huge and it makes such a difference. Dream big. I love it. I look, you know, Karen, we need to book a coffee date soon because here in Ontario, we just opened up step three. Oh, I know. Actually, Thank you. Dine inside with limitations, but I look forward to that. Oh, someday. I would love that. Uh, awesome. oh, that would be so fun. Great. Something. Thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. I had so much fun. Thanks, Lynn. And our, the ending is perfect for this type of podcast where we're talking about coaching. Be healthy and safe, everyone. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. To learn more from people who are steering in the right direction, go to lynnmclaughlin.com and search the archives of every interview or subscribe to this podcast feed. A new episode is published every Wednesday.